0: I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. It's in this league. Oh, My style is impetuous. My defense is impregnable. Come again with Scott Bodman and Chris Wells. Can't wait. What does that do? Does that blow your mind? That just happened
1: up welcome in it is in this league right here on the fantasy sports radio network it's in this league live and you hear that sound
2: the welsh oh i don't what what, what are we hearing it's the sound of carl's junior stock plummeting because <laughs> the diamondbacks are so good that was the sound
1: of 50 stores closing because bogman isn't supporting the, them with the diamondbacks losses
2: shuttered their windows they're no longer with us
1: no i apologize to everybody guess what diamondbacks too healthy, Lois. Too healthy. <laughs> Docticism, too healthy. Too healthy. You know what I wonder? By the way, welcome in. This is In This League, uh, in this is where you can check us out. That's Scott Bogman, Mr. Hello. Carl's Jr., right there. I am right. Chris Welsh, the least liked of the pack. Uh, Bogman was sent MLB sure. The Show earlier in the week. I uh, was not. I was not I sent I also anything. got
2: free opening day tickets, The Welsh.
1: Free opening day tickets. Uh, all your Carl's Jr. has been paid for. You got yes. sent MLB yep. The Show. Uh, Princess Bogman facts. is living his best life. That's right. That's yeah. right. Um, I, I, I Nothing. I have nothing to show for anything in my life. Someone sent you 20 bucks the other day, you said. Uh, that's true. They did do that. It, it was a great, uh, they did Venmo me at the Welsh, and the response was, hopefully this helps you hate things less. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> this is somebody that knows me. This is totally somebody that gets me. Hopefully you hate <laughs> things less. And uh, I guess we're moving towards that. But yeah, Bogman's living his best life. You can follow him on Twitter at Bogman Sports. Follow me on Twitter at Is It The Welsh Pack Show because there's so damn much going on in the world, and I think you all realize it. So here's a quick breakdown of what's going on in the world. Basketball is about to end in less than a week, which means the basketball playoffs are going on. Absolutely awesome. Basketball's lit when we get to the playoffs. So you got the March Madness finals coming up. The NFL draft is like three and a half weeks away. You've got Game of Thrones, which is one week away, Bogman, and a day. One week. Let's go. One week. You've got in-game. You've got uh, baseball, full throttle. I, what's not ha- My birthday? What's not <laughs> happening Your in birthday. April? Top it off. Put the cherry on the top, Bogman. My birthday. What is not happening in April?
2: Um, Tell me. I don't know. Me getting laid. <laughs> you eating healthy? That's about it. Yeah, me eating healthy. Uh, uh, what else? Me getting anything from listeners? <laughs> you got $20. That's true. I got $20. Yeah, and and I, didn't get my, uh, I didn't get my opening day ticket from a listener. That was from my, my friend though.
1: <gasps> yeah, I know. I, well, I just got my ticket from a friend. It was six rows. Six <laughs> rows from the field. Boston Red Sox, Arizona Diamondbacks. And guess what? Top it all off. Here's the life that Bogman has, which it has its ups and downs. Um, but right now, MLB The Show is like, oh, mainly shows He was uh, fed today. A listener, a friend of ours, not just a listener, a friend of ours, uh, took us out to lunch, and we both we both got fed, to be fair. We got fed. You got MLB The Show. Your Carl's Jr.'s been uh, paid for. You got tickets six rows from the field, and guess what else you got? An absolute ass-whooping on the Boston Red Sox. the Diamondbacks. Pushed the SN and they dominated. They made them their bitch. They destroyed the Boston Red Sox on I the Friday. I did not night. have
2: to suffer the Red Sox fans because how bad it were was, they? By uh, the way, what's that? How bad were they? Uh, I mean, it was fairly significant. It like wasn't when the game started,
1: as... like you walked in, and everyone's like, oh, yeah, oh, however Boston does in the games. <laughs>
2: They sound like Bobcat Goldblatt.
1: Uh, <laughs> I mean,
2: it was significant and plus our seats were like, you know, Amazing. it's behind home plate, but it's just to the right of directly behind home plate. So, so all it's the, of-
1: the poor Red Sox fans, they were sitting upper deck and you were with the affluent Diamondback fans.
2: Well, I was with affluent Red Sox fans mainly. Oh. So it was... Uh, Because it was down the first base side, which is the visiting side at Chase Field. And uh, it was mainly Red Sox fans on my side. But, uh, I mean, it's so funny going to opening day sometimes. Just all the stuff. You know, you have uh, the super expensive parking, of course. Oh, this is – okay, listen. I want everyone to understand this. And there's nothing
1: I hate more. I actually think it should be criminal that these teams, these people, all these people – what they do is they have a sliding scale of games that come in. And like parking, for instance. Bogman and I have the same parking lot. We go to different ones. But we have the same parking always. Bogman's parking lot, he always touts because it's behind the stadium. It's 15 bucks, Even on opening day, maybe they put it up 5 bucks or something like that. It's always it's about the same. Last year. Yeah, 20 bucks last year. Mine was 20 bucks. That sliding scale is a little bit annoying. Tell them what you paid for parking today.
2: Forty dollars to park. Forty my- dollars. I mean, I know this isn't, uh, you know, New York City or uh, L.A. or whatever, wherever, where you know, uh, you know, they'll roll their eyes at it and say, "Well, it's you know, sixty bucks just to to park anywhere okay, there." Well, but- stop
1: living in, in, a, in the most expensive place on the planet. Come to uh, Here's okay. Take it percentage wise. Normal parking, even um sliding scale parking, up one hundred percent than it normally is. 100% on parking. I think I hate that. It, nothing makes me more. I resent the teams when they do this with ticket prices. The same thing happens in spring training out here. I absolutely resent when the, the Chicago Cubs play another team that the ticket prices go up 50 to 75%. The Angels tickets in Arizona during spring training are $40 more than the Dodgers tickets would be. I, I hate this sliding scale bull crap where it's like, oh well this is a team of people want to see. There's more of a thing. So we're gonna charge a whole bunch for it. It just
2: made it me off. It's ten dollars. Like it it went up four hundred percent. It's ten dollars. It's ridiculous. So it's it's ridiculous. Yeah. So my free ticket, uh, you know, cost me forty bucks to park and then I got one beer and uh tipped the guy. So I basically spent fifty five dollars on parking in a beer. So uh, but but it was, I mean, the seats, I've never had better seats at no. Chase Field. You ever. had a foul ball hit near, near you? Yes, there was one oh. hit two rows directly behind me, and it hit, it hit this kid in the face. I thought it was oh, like full great. flush, but it was like it hit the ground and bounced up, and it just like I thought it got him because I could see it. He was super pale, and I could see kind of like a red spot on his head, mm-hmm. and I was like, are you okay, dude? And he's like, I'm fine. I guess it just grazed his head, but it looked like Thanks it. Thanks for pointing attention to me. Thanks for letting everybody know I didn't catch it. Yeah, well, everyone knew he didn't catch it. I'm saying to it bounced oh, up sad. pretty far. So, um, but uh, yeah, there was one hit directly uh, behind me. But we had like, you know, it was the hoity-toity section with the private bathroom down by the front. And, uh, you know, the secret bar back there and buffet and stuff. I wouldn't and, know any of that. Uh yeah yeah it was i mean I'm not the treated the nice thing so i wouldn't The know. price on the ticket shut up you get free tickets all the time. Uh the uh the price on the tickets at 250 bucks. Oh my god. So oh it's 175 bought in a season ticket package but 250. You buy your you buy ticket. your buddy a beer? Uh i mean i bought him a pizza last week so i think Oh <laughs> you are a scumbag. You didn't buy him even a, a beer? Well, he didn't show up until the third inning. So, like, I had already had my beer that I was going to drink. Because, <laughs> you are and I had the worst. giant, I had the silo. But I don't do two beers because of the DUI laws in Arizona. But, I just don't want to. I've seen too many people get DUIs and it ruined but your he own. had a $250 ticket. You didn't. Well, he like, didn't pay for it either. It's not like he went and paid for it. He didn't even know he was getting these until uh, earlier in the day either. So. Third inning. What is he in? L.A.? Uh, yeah. I mean, he, he, I mean, that's, that's, I know who it is. And that's that guy. Which is so far to get his, uh, you know, two year old son to bring him to the game, Uh, which was fine. I mean, the kid had a great time and it wasn't a problem at all, which was surprising because usually little kids at games, it's kind of, you know, um, but, uh, but I was just kind of wondering, I'm like, why did he drive all the way home to get the kid to bring him to the baseball game? But he had a great time. So, yeah. do you have a great was, time too? Your second <laughs> kid, treating his second kid out? Uh, Yeah. Yeah, it was fine. Yeah. So, what privileged, do you mean? Privileged life, Bog. I'm just saying. You know, yeah, yeah. I'm privileged. You're right. Privileged. Are you not? <laughs> I'm, I'm very privileged. I'm very lucky a lot of times. So, well, what's not privileged? I, I, I wouldn't know because I'm privileged. <laughs> exactly. exactly. The only thing
1: that's not going your way right now. All right, No, you know what? I'm wrong. I'm wrong. Everything is going your way. Want one more example? Bogman's not having to eat Carl's Jr. The ongoing bet <laughs> we have, and, it, and it, it's a fantastic bit, though. You know, we've talked about this a bit. It's getting a little tiresome online, the amount of people that are actually trying to, like, like, people are trying to have interventions with Bogman right now. Because <laughs> the deal is, is the Diamondbacks lose, and Bogman and I, we punish ourselves that, um, the Diamondbacks lose, Bogman goes to Carl's Jr. We created this bit and we were going to, and it's tagging Carl's Jr. and the Diamondbacks after every loss. It's a chain of tweets all season long until we get attention from everybody. And um, it was a rough start. And immediately after the first video, though, the first one, there was like one rude person. There was like probably 25% of people that were like really having fun with it. And then there is legit, legit worried people we we had um we had a, a certain somebody that we might occasionally do a show with be like i'm, I'm kind of worried about bogman. is he gonna be okay but worried about bogman <laughs> Yeah, exactly. It. it
2: was rocco baldelli that <laughs> it was, was rocco
1: worried. baldelli was like i just i just want him to be around and i'm like he's gonna he's gonna be
2: around i mean as long as he's gonna be around yeah, yeah. exactly 42 you have me until 42 so enjoy it while it lasts whether you and call then I'm over not. it so Yeah. But
1: like yeah. you have been flooded. You've had uh
2: uh concerned citizens, Bogman? I have. I've had, you know, the uh the lady who you're gonna be nine hundred pounds. I've had um a couple people like, you can't actually do this. We had the one guy go through the math on the calories, yeah, but great. Uh, also like the first day I did it, I got a double Western bacon cheeseburger. I'm not gonna get a double western bacon cheeseburger. Every single time. I mean, you might
1: like, with the next one because
2: you haven't eaten it so in so long. Because the Diamondbacks had days off and then win. That's right. That's right. I had a chicken sandwich for the last time. But I, look, I'm probably going to try everything on the menu once or twice. You know, that's great. Uh, uh, and uh, see how it is. They have uh, one side salad there. <laughs> I can get that at some point. You know, <laughs> yeah, when it, so at uh, all
1: other options.
2: Yeah, exactly. When you know, I'm I think sick we should and do. tired of everything
1: else. Right here's the by the way. I just want people to understand. We're going to talk like a lot of sports here, but this is we're setting the stage here during this lunch today. <laughs> what was great, too, was we were setting this lunch up and and Bogdan, and our friend, are like, where should we go? And was like, let's go to the Zen Burger. And I was like, let's go to Pita Jungle. Let's go somewhere with a little. Yeah, bit yeah. Because
2: Pita Jungle, so much healthier a, than
1: Zen Burger. I mean,
2: just a notch. You're dipping carbohydrates into to beans. Yeah, it's very, very. Well, yeah, beans are good for you. Yeah. <laughs> Protein. <laughs> it's, it's, it's better than the burgers. Yeah, so is man. beef. Beef let's, is protein. Eh,
1: yeah, okay. All right. <laughs> we're not going to have that whole argument. Let's
2: let's compare saturated fat. It's not that far off.
1: Sure. So it's not. But we're sitting there. We had the greatest brainstorm of ideas. If we were popular, of things we could do, it was so good. I have all these ideas in my back pocket for the future. But one I was just thinking of we should do on our YouTube channel is, you know, you keep, continue doing the videos, but have a side thing we should have you review, since you're going to eat everything multiple times, review, do a, like, this isn't a live video that goes on Twitter, but you record it on video, a live review of every item on Carl's Jr. And then we'll start putting them up on the YouTube channel. And then we'll start reviewing everything from every fast food place. And then you can be the guy that reviews all the fast food. So <laughs> in like two years, you'll have tried everything from everywhere. Cause you don't actually, in every cholesterol medication, <laughs> but, Again, (laughs) like the worry warts, you're not going to do this over a two week period. This would be over a long period of time. And we could stack a few videos and then just once a week we post one and then people start looking forward to it. And it's the Bogman food reviews.
2: I I always think it's hilarious that people are like, uh, you know, oh, Bogman, you're going to die if you do this. The D-back's going to lose a ton of games and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, I mean, did anybody send this same stuff to the guy on man versus food? What did he do? I mean, just ate an absurd amount at every stop. I mean, yeah, it was it was crazy, and I I can't eat all that. Like I can't um, I the the dude ate like this burger with fries, and then got this three gallon milkshake. Like he couldn't finish it. Of Sounds course, right? I almost lost hundred bucks. It's it's a giant milkshake. Like <laughs> you're not going to be able to finish that. You're going to say I'm going to say it's an effing three gallon milkshake. No one's going <laughs> to finish that. So, I mean, it's just, it's nuts, you know, the response. And uh, I, I mean, you know, the, the Welsh was kind of, um, he, he kind of had an attitude about it the other day, but it's not what? far off of my normal What attitude. Uh, you're like. Oh, come on, I don't want to get in Bogman's business, but it's not that far off of what he's doing normally anyway. It's not. So. It,
1: it's not. I mean, it, it's, it's, but we, we talked about this at lunch he just today. He said it
2: so cavalierly. Well, like, but but it's not. badass is eating like this no, anyway. Look but, at him.
1: Come on. We had the distinct, we had this very distinctive conversation at, at lunch today also when we were explaining this to our friend to say, hey, listen, here's one thing. This isn't, Bogman, you, uh, you're not going to disagree. If I were to say five out of the seven days of the week, you're having a, a some type of fast food, just yes or no, on a normal week. Yeah, probably. Okay, so there you go. So then what we we mention is that you will usually, and this is what's bad for you, by the way. I mean, fast food is bad for you, but whatever. This is what I think is bad for you is that you will have your, you know, what a burger or something horrible, but then you won't eat the rest of the day. That's your right. meal for the day. Well, that it fills ho- me up for the whole day. I know, but that's horrible for your metabolism that but so that's what was my point was like if if i if i say 5 out of the 7 days in the week you're getting fast food anyways you're probably only going to unless I'm back, you're back on a bad streak you're going to have
2: Carl's <laughs> Jr 3 days a week that's no right. different than what you're already doing you're just not having variety you're I'm just not eating Carl's Jr diversifying my bonds right no you're just i'm not uh hitting up uh Jack in the Box and then uh what what's it called Jimmy John's and then Carl's Jr someone was like are you get retweets Jr. from uh the the Diamondbacks or Carl's Jr. We're like no because Carl
1: we're ma- we're actually telling it's people kind of disrespectful to both of them yeah well I mean Diamondbacks I I got I got no sympathy for the Diamondbacks with it though I did don't you know. see the roof I did I did see the roof it what broke. An imp- it broke. They also someone, someone asked that I should have to go to Carls Jr. because the roof didn't I uh, you probably should. You should at least <laughs> go get a pie. Somebody said, Hey, what happened to the clock? And then I heard I saw one of the beat reporters go, Ah, broke, so they took it out. And it's like, yeah. oh, so that's where the diamondbacks are at now, just everything's broken.
2: Yeah. Yeah, it's exactly. It's broke. Uh better put
1: it down. Speaking of broken and speaking of the Red Sox, it's not just about the Diamondbacks. Red Sox are in town, but we gotta talk about a certain Red Sox that might be broken. We've got a whole bunch more guys returning soon. We've got football, basketball, so don't go anywhere. It's a big show, three hours in this league. We'll be back.
0: You want to punch me right now, but you won't. Why don't you punch me in the face? Punch me in the face. Hey, Derek, you know what's always good for shoulder pain? What? If you lick my... In this league.
1: Welcome back. In this league. Live on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. With your dynamic duo, Chris Welsh, Scott Bogman. That's us. Hello, yes. us. Hello. I'm going to go see us, by the way. Oh, uh-huh. all, all right. A right. little, uh, little date
2: night with the wife. Nice. Watch us.
1: I, uh, <laughs> I don't like the seeing
2: creepy movies like that. No? No. I live alone. You know, some rattles that's uh, in the kitchen freaks me out. I have to get up and go find out what it is. I know. used to
1: get like really like weirded out about that, but I think. This is truly, it's, it's a very understated thing that happens in life that I think people allude to, but you don't believe that just when you get older, you've just lived through things, you become more cynical <laughs> and then you just start caring about things yes, more. Like I just got to the point where like I had that a couple of times where, you know, we'll hear something and wife would be like, what's going on? I'll go downstairs and then I'll have a moment where I'm like, I need to get something. And then I'm walking downstairs and I'm like, who cares? Kill me, kill me. You know what I mean? Like, it's not quite that, but it's just like. Yeah, I just don't freak out. Like, I remember my wife and the kids, they were gone one week. It was, like, the first time I was alone in four years at my house. This was
2: actually just a dream. This didn't actually happen. (laughs) It was the
1: greatest dream ever. And, (laughs) you know, like, I think something, like, I heard some noise, and it just didn't affect me how it would have affected me when I was in the mid-20s. It just
2: didn't matter. I was just like, yeah, You used to get, yeah, but uh, saying it didn't affect you like it would have affected you is, I mean, that means you could still be a little pansy about it because you used to be scared of everything. Oh, oh, absolutely. Everything. I remember, like, uh, we went to the river one time. There's this Salt River in in Arizona, and it's it's a waste of time. But if you're under 21 and you want a day drink, it's like the only place you can do it. So we went to the river. We went back over uh, to your place because that's where my car was. And I showered over at your place and like with the steam on the mirror, I wrote some creepy message in there. Yeah. You're a son of a bitch. <laughs> you called me later on. You're like, you dick. Yeah, you son <laughs> of a bitch.
1: Of course. I mean, all right. If I, if I were to write that, like, you know, I know it's in that black briefcase, you know, in, in your mirror or something like that. Like, you'd be terrified.
2: Uh, yeah, I probably. Well, I don't know. Yeah, I don't, I don't think I would. I watch you when so. you're alone. You'd be like, oh, no, they can see yeah. me. Well, yeah, you know, I guess I should close the windows. Yeah. So, I don't know. It, d-
1: it doesn't affect me like <laughs> that, but like I'm in I think I wrote kill. I he probably he, yeah, probably backwards too. Some horrible <laughs> thing that freaked me out. But it just the things don't freak me out as much. Though, I say that and every time I go see a scary movie, the thought is really great. And then I get in and I'm like gripping the seat. And then I and I look at my wife sometimes and I'm like, "Why do we do
0: this?" I'm like, "Why?"
1: Why is that? Women love that stuff. I don't know why. She, my wife doesn't get as scared. I remember there were a couple moments in the new it, you know. Um I didn't I have not seen it. No, no, you should rent it tonight. Thanks. Nope. Rent it tonight not. alone in the dark. Nope. Nope. Nope, 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 it, nope. It's kind of a it's kind of that's uh, kind of a crappy movie, but there's some there's a couple moments, especially when you haven't seen it and you're just kind of like bracing. And I was like, Jesus, and my wife was like, This movie sucked. And I'm like, You suck. <laughs> I didn't,
2: I didn't piss myself. This is stupid.
1: Yeah, it was scary either. But like my wife was like, I don't want to go during the day because it's not, you know, it's not as scary. And I was like, God, you just, (sighs) you're like a classic. Like you want to go listen to a murder podcast when you're done here and (laughs) watch any more lifetime documentaries. Like you just want to suffer, but uh, I'm going to go see us later. And then I need to catch up. I guess we're jumping into this. Probably should save this, but I want to talk about in game later in the show but uh, i gotta watch captain marvel and i gotta do that before in game because it's coming down Ooh, and i want to tell you what i uh, heard about ticket prices so stay tuned in hour two we'll talk a little bit about in game because it's insane off of the pre-sale but we we're talking about boston boston because bogman was just at the um, the opening day for the diamondbacks home opener and the boston red Sox are in town which actually weirdly i don't know what the logic was. Did you know that the Boston Red Sox played here in Arizona? I think it was against the Diamondbacks in a spring training game. Like, Boston
2: flew to Arizona for one day. Well, they had, they opened up with the West Coast tour. I don't think they've been home yet. So, they opened up in Seattle for that first series. I guess they did, didn't they? Yeah. What's that? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then I think they played Oakland. And now now they're playing us. So, they're doing their West Coast tour early. Yeah. And that's what, because they came and they played us and they played Remember, they played the Cubs in a spring training game. And I was like, you That's probably had to sell a kidney to get in that stadium. No, I, I mean, I just, it's so bad. Like, the the Cubs you were mentioning before are just the ticket. I haven't been there yet because the ticket prices I, I've only gone absurd. during the Arizona
1: Fall League. I've told you. I said, go during the AZL or the Fall League because you can get in for free. And during the AZL or $8 for the Arizona Fall League. and You sit wherever you want. I will never go to Sloan Park. Any a hundred
2: bucks to sit in
1: the grass for spring training. You could go on a day where the best player is David Bodie playing. Can you imagine paying one hundred and twenty five dollars for half decent seats and you get to go see, you know, I mean, at this point, half the team are losers, but you get to see just loser players playing. No one good. No Chris Bryant. No, Anthony Rizzo. Like you'd want Jason Hayward is out there. You'd want to kill yourself.
2: (laughs) I no. I can't. Like if, if the ticket prices for a spring training game is more than $50, I'm going to stay my ass at home. Yeah. So 30 bucks, like for good seats is as much as I will pay yeah. like tops. We have come off as the cheapest people complaining about
1: parking well, and tickets and it's unbelievable. That's well, it's just,
2: fun. there's like, you can go and see the Reds play the Mariners and sit behind the plate for like a nickel. It's seriously so cheap. Yeah. We and saw then, the White Sox and
1: Angels and it was like, uh, I mean, after fees and stuff, it was like,
2: like 60 whatever.
1: bucks, but still.
2: Yeah, thirty bucks. We were a piece. first row. We were first row. Yeah, we and you know what we actually, you know, we are cheap because we sat first row. Yeah, we paid thirty bucks for the tickets. But we refused to pay the twelve dollars for the sunblock or whatever. We did, and I like just got over that. <laughs> it so, took like a month for me. I'm pretty sure I developed some
1: type of skin was feeling cancer. It old snake yeah it was gross it was gross so, so gross Boston Red Sox let me ask you this is we're, we're going to kind of focus on some of the I want to focus on a lot of injured guys and talk about also you know maybe some of the underperformers one thing that might be broken not just Chris Sale on the team and we've been having a discussion about that we'll do that in a second but how about the Boston Red Sox as a whole are you I mean not you're really a Boston fan but should Boston be worried at all they are two and seven and I actually don't know if I'm looking at this did this update off of uh that I'm a back loss? I think it did. I think it did. I, Two yeah. and seven, they are right now. They have got one of the worst bullpens in all of baseball. They refuse to give money to Craig Kimbrell. And, um, the Captain's really
2: upset about it.
1: They're okay. Their rotation is okay, though they have people like, uh, Rick Porcello in it. So there's a question mark there. Eduardo Rodriguez, the guy, here's the deal with them the guys they needed to take the next step are going backwards, Eduardo Rodriguez, Rick Porcello, and the guys that they're counting on are also not stepping up to the plate. they got a horrible bullpen, and the offense is trying to hold on. Mookie, Rafael Devers, they're trying to hold on as best they can. It just seems like a team that's lost. You can't count them out or anything like that, but how how worried? They're obviously not going to be at the bottom of this division. The Blue Jays are going to easily take that over in a day or two, but how worried should anybody be about the Red Sox as a whole?
2: Uh, Two out of ten. Uh, I'm not worried. I mean, maybe one or two of these will turn into subpar seasons overall. You know, maybe Porcello doesn't have it again. You know, maybe Rafael Devers is, um, you know, uh, we're we're a little bit too hyped up on him, and maybe he's been figured out a little bit. But I just, it's not going to last. The bullpen is a problem, but we knew that going in. So... uh, If only there was an
1: available elite closer to help shore up that bullpen. If only. Yeah,
2: they were talking about that on the radio when I was uh, on my way home from the game, and uh, they were talking about how they're so close to the luxury tax and they just don't want to pay it again, and that's the reason why they haven't signed Kimbrell. And, um, and and to be honest, Kimbrell's not going to make them a better team at this point anyway because they, they can't even get to the bullpen right now. But the starters just need to pitch better. Chris Sale will be fine. Do you think I'm not Chris Sale's going to be fine about Porcello? I do. We talked yeah. about it. And we ran a poll of like where are you at, and
1: it was like over sixty percent were like I'm worried, but I'm not panicking because there was a velocity dip that saw him touch under ninety. Um, you know they messed with him last year. There was that slight little, you know, it's like there's the injury thing. There's a little opener thing that's going on. It really feels like just Chris Sale. Here's if anything, even if you're not worried about Chris Sale, Chris Sale. Is not eliciting the comfort that used to come with Chris Sale. I'm a lot more uncomfortable with him right now, and it's it's feeling very eerie of Clayton Kershaw over the last two years.
2: Uh, yeah. I mean, I'm just. It's just too early to panic, and I understand that. You know, this is this is hashtag overreaction season, SZN. But with uh, it's not too early to panic on some players, but on upper echelon, super elite players. I mean, you know, Mike Trout is his first home run two days ago, you know, and Granky had two. Yeah, but so, we're not
1: talking about stuff like that.
2: Like, like, statistically- I, I understand it's the velocity, but we've we've seen other starters do this where, you know, they, they started out um, the season and they're hitting 89-90 and then by the end of the season, you know, or three or four starts in they're, they've normal, they're throwing their normal speed and I kind of think that that is what is going to end up happening with Chris Sale? I mean, I would be trying to buy now because of the people panicking. I mean, you're not panicking, are you? I'm not panicking, but like, okay, explain explain something to me then.
1: What's the difference at this point? And I, and I know the obvious, obvious, so, I mean, get it out of your system. But what's the 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 real difference at this point between Chris Sale and Clayton Kershaw? Clayton Kershaw. I he's injured, by the way. He's rehabbing. He rehabbed on uh, opening day for the minor leagues, which was on Thursday. He was out there. uh, His velocity was actually up from spring training, but he was still sitting 90, 91. I think he topped out around 91, but it was a tick up from spring training. He had a good outing. He went, uh, I think, five innings. He had 60 pitches on it, very efficient. He's back out there, but he's been a pretty realized velocity dip over the last two years, and he's about to come back. And then you have Chris Sale, who had some stuff last year, has a pretty significant uh, velocity dip right now. Like, I, I, I'm also – I mean, I'm, a, I'm pro Clayton Kershaw, but I'm not crazy panicking about Chris Sale. But what's the distinction between the two where Chris Sale is still elite and Clayton Kershaw is trash for everybody? Clay,
2: well, I, I, I've never said Clayton Kershaw is trash. I've said zero shares because I'm worried about his recurring injury. That is, I'm not too worried about the shoulder, but it's another thing – with his back. You know, the back injury has been recurring for three or four seasons now, and it always makes him miss a couple starts here, a couple starts there, which isn't a big deal. But you couple that with this shoulder injury that he's had in the beginning of the season, and we know that back is probably going to flare up at some point. Now, it could be it flares up, he misses one start, or uh, they move him back a couple days or something, and it's really not a problem. I just can't, I don't have a crystal ball. All I know is that, previous injury predicts future injury in most cases especially with an injury that we've seen happen to a guy three or four times so so this this thing with chris sale is new now he's coming off the shoulder thing from last year which he didn't have the the surgery for because he said he didn't need it um but they also gave him an extension so i gotta think that you know joe mentioned this on the black book when, when we when we were doing that show he said that I got to think that they gave him a thorough physical and they didn't see anything structurally wrong with him. So it might be he's just holding back. Maybe he is sore. Maybe there is something wrong. But I I just, I think that he's going to get to normal. And now, you know, you don't have to trust my opinion. I've been wrong plenty of times. Let me throw a hypothetical in at you. Okay. Um,
1: We joked that what a great recipe to get right is playing the Arizona Diamondbacks. But the one thing that Diamondbacks have going for them right now is – They're offensively, they're they're on cue right now. They're They're hitting hitting very, very well. And, you know, a guy like Christian Walker has been pretty solid. Eduardo um, Escobar is a decent pace setter. Catel Marte has been fantastic. You got Peralta there. You know, you're without Jake Lamb, who is injured. So that was the hypothetical walking in. What if Chris Sale has another poor outing and he's touching maybe he's touching the you know 90 i didn't want to say low 90s because that's not what i mean actual low 90s like 90 you know 89 he's sitting in the same place he was before let's say gives up four runs goes five it's another poor outing with poor velocity and then what you have is you've got one more start that's going to come up right around this same time you know maybe tuesday i'm not sure what day it is where clayton kershaw let's say he continues that velocity tick up he's healthy he's going to join back in the rotation and so what i'm building is You've got a spot where Chris Sale has three bad outings. Um, statistically, two of the three are bad. Velocity is down, and you've got a guy like Clayton Kershaw who is coming back while improving a little bit off of spring. How far off are, is Chris Sale from Clayton Kershaw? And that's a distinction between now how worried are you about Sale after three poor outings with Kershaw back? How far off are those two?
2: Uh, I. It's a good question because – You know, and we talked about this on ITL a little bit. Where, um, what I said was, you know, Chris Sale is probably eighty-five to ninety cents on the dollar right now, meaning he is the number one tier pitcher. It was Scherzer, him, you know, and uh, um, that's probably tier one to me. Uh, Verlander, maybe you can throw in there. Uh, I forgot Degrom. You're right. Uh, So Degrom, uh, Degrom, Scherzer, Sale, those three guys, um, and maybe Verlander in there. But so those are the, that's the upper, upper tier. I would take a tier two with, uh, for him this second. If he goes down, if he has a bad start again, I'd take a tier three. And I mean, they could definitely cross paths, but I think they probably cross paths that, you know, Clayton Kershaw's out there pitching and here's the fifth start for Chris Sale and the first four have been bad. You know, I think that's probably where we cross. I guess what I'm getting at too is like,
1: What if you could go and get Clayton Kershaw and a decent bat like um, Will Myers? What if you could get Will Myers and Clayton Kershaw for Chris Sale right now? That's not a horrible deal. I think that's fair. Because I'm, 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 I mean, I can be wrong because the big difference I know everyone screams at is what's the difference between Sale and Kershaw? It's injuries it's kind of a hard argument to make yeah. right now as sale is going through stuff and he had injury last year, but if I he has I still, four
2: bad starts then he's probably hurt. Yeah.
1: And I'll get, gi- so. and I'll give anybody though. I'll give them that argument. I'm not going to try to sit and defend. If you want to say, well, Clayton Kershaw is really, really injury prone. Okay. I'll give you that, but let's talk performance for a minute and let's talk the trajectory of where sales going. Do you think as much as we have talked about being maybe pro buying on Chris sale, if there's a third bad outing, if the difference isn't that far from Clayton Kershaw right now, I mean, if you get Kershaw on a bat with someone that wants to be a little bit aggressive in purchasing of Chris Sale, because also Clayton Kershaw, he not only like I know there's the name thing, but one of the things that would make him more accessible, I think, for people is that his cost was so low. someone might look at this and say, well, I can get a second round value for two guys I got at picks in the sixth and seventh round, something like that. And it's just something to sit on. I'm not sure I'm advocating for it, but I was curious for you for someone that really does, is not pro Clayton Kershaw overall. I wouldn't is that do that you, would pull? you
2: wouldn't. I would not, no. Because if Chris Sale goes out tomorrow on a scheduled start against the Diamondbacks and fires up a gem, everything goes away. His first two bad starts go away, beginning of the season, whatever. If his velocity is fine and he throws a gem... None of this matters. It's a good point. It all goes out the window. It's a good point. So you
1: got to make your determining factor. Uh, people are worried, but they're not panicking. So Chris Sale, he doesn't come at a discount, and that's something we've been hitting. But maybe sometimes you got to think outside the box. You got to take a risk. And sometimes injured guys risk are the place box. to take a risk. You got to spend your wrist bucks sometime. You got to. <laughs> guess what? You're not gonna leave with your wrist bucks. So you got to spend them. All right. Well, don't go anywhere. We're coming back more in this league. Fogg the Welsh.
0: It's in this league. The excellent in this league. Party on, dudes!
1: Welcome back. It's in this league. Live on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Chris Welsh. Scott Bogman. That's us. And guess what? With the Major League Baseball season now in full swing, it's time to swing for the fences playing daily fantasy baseball with DailyRoto.com. Become their eighth one million dollar winner or another one of the countless number of people who have won hundreds thousands tens of thousands even hundreds of thousands of dollars using dailyroto.com to help them set their DraftKings or FanDuel MLB lineups if you're playing MLB DFS and not using Daily Roto, you're doing it wrong go enter the promo code FNTSY and you're going to get a 10% discount and you're going to get lineup alerts projected ownership percentages, weather updates, fantasy projections that use the lineup optimizers that have already produced the millions in DFS winnings, that's the 2019 MLB Daily Roto Premium Package at DailyRoto.com. Use promo code FNTSY, and you're going to get 10%. That's a discount. Get it today. By the way, did you see, speaking of that rejoin, the Bill and Ted, did you see the video with Keanu Reeves and the other guy being like, uh, we just want to thank everybody. We're uh, we're we're gonna do Bill and Ted three, and what what a monster the other guy looks like. No, I didn't. He just doesn't look. I mean, I mean, not I mean, Keanu, I believe is his uh, Christian yeah, name. Not popular. No one remembers. I don't know what his name is. It's just one of those things. It, it it's like someone from high school not seeing a picture of us, thinking of what we look like in high <laughs> school, and then seeing us now. That's I think everybody from like. high
2: school could have been like, yeah, that's about right.
1: Yeah, okay, but that's about right with, with him. Keanu Reeves, though, he looks great, you know, all the money. He's doing John Wick. I mean, he looked like John Wick Keanu, but he's in the video. But here's the problem, though. Keanu has been so weirded out lately. He's doing John Wick. He's been in – he was in this one weird independent movie. Uh, God, I can't remember the name of it. It was on Netflix with Jim Carrey. It was just trippy. He just does nothing but trippy movies. This one about these two chicks that are in his house, like seducing him, and all this I'm weird stuff. I'm oh, always dodging
2: bullets. I'm always banging two I'm saying, chicks.
1: I hate Keanu Reeves movies. I love. I hate him. them. Every single one of them. They're the best. But he, that's
2: all. They're he always does. just about how awesome Keanu Reeves is. Whatever character he's playing has to be so cool. He's like, whoa. Well, like, why know. can't he be like Christian Bale? Like, you know, Christian Bale Without had them? a had a ridiculous voice for Batman and all that stuff. But I don't know what uh, you're talking about. What are you talking you about? That's my he voice. Was still, That's not really
0: how I talk, Bogman.
2: Like he, he could do uh, that. He was the machinist, and then he is uh, uh, who's the Dick Cheney? It's yeah. just Dick Cheney, and in, in that movie, like he's done so many different roles. That's not like Keanu Reeves, though. Uh, Keanu Reeves has two two different. No, uh, he, has modes. One.
1: he has one. He's just like the might, he, uh, they guy my dog. He's the
2: one. dumb. He's dumb stoner, and te, uh, you know Bill and Ted, yeah, and whatever that football movie was. Um, not Varsity Blues. What was the name? The replacements. Replacements, thank you. No, but see what you're saying,
1: Boggs. I don't agree with anymore. I know what you're getting at. You're saying he has two modes, like um, you know, serial killer, action star, or he's a stoner dude. Here's what I'm getting at. He's not that guy anymore. All he is is John Wick. That has been him for ten years. Yes, Can you just it, legally
2: change his name to John Wick. I wish he would. I, I I think you might like him better if he did that. But that's who looks all worse. He, who who looks worse, Bill, and uh, which one? Which one was he? Ted. I have no. Which idea. one was Keanu? I have or whatever. No idea. That that guy or Kathleen
1: Turner? Oh, that guy. Kathleen Turner just looks like cat. Oh no no no! Kathleen Turner looks so yeah. like, oh, bad. Never mind. Yeah, I was
2: remember thinking of her Kathy in that Bates. David Duchovny show. What was uh? You remember Californication. her?
1: Californication.
2: <laughs> yes, Californication. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Right. Yeah, no, I thought you meant Kathleen Katherine <laughs> Bates, and I was like, I'm like, she looks like oh, she always does. She's <laughs> she looks fine. like she's always looked like someone's grandma. Yeah right? yeah yeah exactly. But but that's what I'm getting at is that's not Keanu like Reeves anymore. He's not that. And in this video, he's trying to be like, hey. What's up, dudes? And it's like, no, man. Like, no, someone just killed your dog, Ted. Don't like, go it. kill. Go <laughs> kill them. Like, get in the time machine and go kill the guy. That should be that should be Bill and Ted uh, three, by the way. They should We're get, not effing buying it, Ted. <laughs> they should get in the phone booth and they should travel back to when the guy kills uh, John Wick's dog and they should, they should learn
2: how to uh, dodge bullets. And then the other guy. Just doesn't figure it out. Oh,
1: control. Bill and Ted show up and they're just like, "Don't take the blue pill. Like, take the red pill." And he's like, "Okay, yeah, bro. This is super stressful." That would be great, actually. You know what it'd be like? Don't it would be the like world. the in scene did. of Deadpool two, but Bill and Ted. He just goes
2: back to all of his old movies and he's like, "Don't do that." And they're
1: like, "All right,
2: cool. As long as take you take my breath away is playing, I'm I'm good." Take with my away. <laughs>
1: I just don't buy it. The video is really hard to watch. You should watch it on the break. It's just he's not that guy anymore. There's no way this movie is going to be good. And they're filming it back out here again, Box. <laughs> oh,
2: really? I think. I think that's what I saw. because they Is built, it going to be in my apartment complex again? They filmed I the original. Will Ferrell uh, uh, shot some. Uh, that was the uh, one where he did the garage sale. Yeah, some B-roll about that, uh, whatever depressing movie that was. Yeah. yeah. So, where he just sells all his stuff in a garage sale. Everything Must Go. That's the name of it. Everything so. Must Go. They also did that Whitney Houston
1: movie uh, here. Not The Bodyguard, but uh, I don't remember which one it was. It was at the Safeway by your house. Really? Yeah. Huh. Yeah. I had no idea. Ever
2: been in a movie? I have not. Wish mm. someone would cast us. Extras? What? I do You know guys? what? I've probably have been on the news. The guys in the I restaurant? Think, you, you, you know <laughs> what? You know what I've been on the news? I've been like when they focus in on someone's gut and don't show their face. And they're like, the obesity in, epidemic in America. Do you remember when I was on the news? No. Do you remember that? Oh yeah! I
1: got I got cornered at a Whole Foods, and this lady she puts a mic up to me, and I'm like, oh god! And she Didn't inter- you
2: totally eat it. Didn't uh, you say a word completely wrong?
1: I did. She was <laughs> interviewed. It was the day that um Amazon purchased Whole Foods, so she was just waiting outside. It's like 118 degrees out, and she stops
2: me, and I hey, you want to stop in the heat and speak about Amazon for a minute? I flubbed all over it, and I was like, oh, oh. god. So then this was a shot to blow Mom spaghetti. So
1: I'm like, yeah, we're not going to air any of this. Maybe a clip. And then I find the video. They did the whole thing with me. The, all the other people. Here we are. Two seconds. Niko Miracic on. Uh, yeah. yo. Oh, <laughs> oh, almost say. lost. I almost <laughs> lost $500. <laughs> I almost lost $500 there. That's 100%. Two second clips with all the other losers. With me, the entire thing. The whole clip of the fat sweaty mess sitting outside of whole foods like i look like someone that's at whole you Foods. you can't
2: be in the sun longer than nine seconds when it's 117 especially standing on asphalt yeah. and not sweat it's just no. automatic yeah well of course and we're sweating there i'm like well, you're not on camera and she asked
1: me like three questions it's brutal but we should be in something i w- is anybody doing a movie that we can be a part of
2: this little scene maybe bill and ted three <laughs> 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 oh, or the uh Whatever, whatever we are, just make us be the before shots of someone on a diet. How about oh
1: that? yeah, 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 clearly.
2: Oh, like we, you and
1: I could be Bill and Ted. I could be Keanu, and you could be the other guy. Where the where where would happen during uh, two and three, and then they got back, they got you know fit, and then they did the thing.
2: <laughs> uh, does like uh, how does uh, Bill compare to to you and me as far as the you know the fat and the scale? I mean, that's what I was saying. Like he doesn't look good.
1: Uh, He's not okay. us, but. You know, there's double chins like old Bill. I just I don't know if we're saying the names right. It just like I said, go watch the video. They did this little video thing in the audience. And it's like, that's John Wick and his fat friend. It's not Bill and Ted. And there's no George Carlin. George Carlin's dead. What are they going to do with that? He's not around
2: anymore. What are they going to do?
1: Have another insulting comment? Louie out there just touching himself in the uh, in the phone booth. He's like, hey, everybody, I'm unapologetic.
2: It's okay, because I asked. (laughs) Oh, man.
0: It's It's okay. I
2: asked someone else if I could do this one time, and they said yes. So I just assumed she answered for everyone.
1: (laughs) That's our cue. Let's. uh, I want to ask you something. (laughs) Let's talk about, I'm going to tie this in here for a second, not to Bill and Ted or anything what we just did three seconds ago, but we were talking about injuries. Here's probably the biggest injury, because Chris Sale is only banged up, Um, Clayton Kershaw's at this point, banged up but returning. The biggest injury that's affected fantasy has been Trey Turner. You had shares. You were the only one of the black book that um Yumi and Pisa Pia that had any shares, and you had him in the Great Fantasy Baseball Invitational, correct? Uh, yeah. Who is this again, Trey Turner? Are, are you not yeah. listening in the show today? This is three times that you no, just I'm completely No, so I'm my internet out. kind of
2: kind of blew oh, okay. for a second. I'm like, so am it I, was uh. You? Yeah, yeah. You were interrupting me. I was having a great time, and you were asking me a stupid question. Yes, I have one share of Trade Turner and TGFBI. Great. So, what were you talking about? The thing with the stuff? Well, I'm that's, sorry. That's literally that's what I was talking about. Was TGFBI? Okay, great. Okay, I'm glad
1: you're following. So, Trade Turner ruined lots of people's uh, good time. Right now, he's going to be out. What did they say? Four to six weeks.
2: Yeah, four to six weeks. It just depends on how long it takes. You know, because that the, the finger stuff is <laughs> it, it sucks because. It takes. it's a varying amount. It's never like, uh, one month, there you go, you're good. It's not like a cast. No. You
1: know? Well, and, it, and it, can, it can linger, it can zap power. There's a lot of stuff that right. goes on with it. So in redraft leagues, the only thing that you guys have been dealing with is just replacements. That's all that you can do at this point. And unfortunately, you know, the wire probably hasn't been full outside unless you listened to ITL and got Cattell Marte, which we get to um. take a victory lap on Cattell Marte at this moment. Maybe not long term, yeah. <laughs> but we get a victory lap on Catel Marte because nobody, nobody we, was pumping him like we can were. Can we hover
2: on that for a second? Like I see people taking victory laps already. Yeah. Is it, is it, it's too early to take a victory lap on pretty much anything, right? Oh, that's a good question. It is. Actually,
1: the, um, this mount now may carry over into the next segment, which is okay. But the, uh, this, this piece came up because, oh, what's his name? Walter McMichael, fake. I I, something fake baseball. I don't know. Okay. I think I'm not trying to be disrespectful. I think it's Walter McMichael. And um, after the second start for Germaine Marquez, he did a victory lap, and he said it. He's like, you know, uh, for all the he kind of he know what's that meme where you do all the letters wrong, and you're like, Marquez can't be elite. And then oh yeah 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 I got you. he, He did the victory lap, and Spore jumped in. And even my boy James was kind of like, he's like, he I haven't want- had a home start yet. Well, that was the point. He's like, he's like, yo, like, I'm excited to take my victory lap on Marquez, but you did this too soon. And it was a too <laughs> soon. And there was a big thing about it. And it got this big old kerfuffle about victory laps. Wow. Two starts is beyond too early for a victory lap. Why? It's also too early to uh, throw in the white flag on a guy like Chris Hill. Same reason we're not going to say sales done. We're also not going to say Marquez is a top 15 pitcher because he's, he's succeeded in two road starts. Of course he did. He's a good pitcher. He's good. Right. You just don't yeah. draft him at Bogman's rank.
2: Yeah, exactly. Which one share, by the way, I have as many shares of Herman Marquez as the Welsh does. This
1: is true that is absolutely true. Do do you one share. When is victory lap time? Then? I mean hitters we we really shouldn't be taking our victory lap so much on Marte, but when you have had like 9 or 10 games, like you can start to have a victory lap on hitters. The sample size is bigger than two starts on a pitcher.
2: I think like July 1st is when you can take true victory laps oh, on pretty I much anything.
1: And I think maybe I think May 1st you I mean, obviously things can
2: change, but you you, we've can seen it. so many guys have ERAs in the, you know, in the ones and then shoot it up to seven the next month. Yeah, but you that, know? but regardless of it, even
1: if it goes south, it could go south after July. I think after a month,
2: it you could, get, Yeah, you get four or
1: five starts, you can start having a victory lap on a pitcher. And I think with hitters, once
2: you get to like the hundred at bat, that's a I think, place to start it. I think what I would do is it's more of a bat flip. It's not really a victory lap because I can't get to home on that yet. But, like, I know it's going the way I think it should go. So I'll bat flip. So what's, more a a bat bat flip flip a, what's a Twitter bat flip look What's a Twitter
1: bat flip look like? Maybe just tweeting about the guy. You're not being like, I, to- I mean, I hate the I told you so thing. Like, <laughs> well, we you just- don't
2: say I told you so. You say, hey, looking pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Looking you go, pretty look good. at this. I was and doing that go, on some prospect they,
1: stuff the other day. I was like, yeah, look
2: it, at it, Mike Siani. Right, exactly. Look at it. this. Looks pretty good right here. And then they say, uh, you know, it's a little bit early. And you say, I'm not, saying, I'm not taking a victory lap. No, I'm just saying, this looks pretty good so far.
1: You just you know? don't say, I'm just saying, though.
2: I'm that's just saying.
1: No, nah, 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 you don't do that. That you definitely don't do that. You, you I, that's that's forbidden words. You don't say, I'm just saying, but you say, I just point it out. I just want you to be aware. Yeah. Yeah how what's another way to phrase that just not use i'm just saying i'm just saying nah, he don't looks like pretty it.
0: good i like
1: it don't like it. but I, I get what you're i get what you're saying i get right, where you're right. going with it no i think that's a good sneaky way so so what okay well, what is your i'm not sure i don't get your final tally here what is what's your victory lap for hitter and pitcher cuz mine is i
2: think it's July 1st nah, yeah. you didn't change my mind at all
1: okay mine is five starts uh and like 100 at bats that's where you can start victory it doesn't mean you're right by the way, right? I mean, you, you could be, you could be August and start taking victory laps, and a guy can explode. But you can start being like, "Hey, man, look, some of this assessment was right, and it might fall apart, but whatever." That's it's just more of an appropriate time is like right. I think
2: it's like usually 150 plate appearances for a hitter, and like 35 innings pitch for a pitcher or something. Of course, it's different with a pitcher because you know if Marquez has one start in Colorado and gets rocked. And then his next two or three are on the road. Still, then you know he still has to go back and pitch at home at some point in the season. If He's going to keep getting rocked, then you know you can only start him for half the starts and all that stuff. It, it's always dangerous with a, a rocky starter. But well, that's uh, the Pretty about- good last year, well, but so that, that's I'm also.
1: That was a big, I think it's fascinating, by the way, like talking about the victory lap thing, Like I'm not calling anybody out. I think it's all good. Like me personally, I think it's hilarious. I, I love it. You want to do it. anything, you go ahead and do it. It doesn't affect me. Like yeah, if, you
2: do you, homie. Yeah. If, if you're, if you are
1: cool with having a victory lap after two starts, that's fine. You're going to get your medicine if he blows up so you can take it. You're probably fine with it. I got no <laughs> issue with any of those things whatsoever. Um, I don't remember. What I what love I the
2: term taking your medicine taking your medicine because
1: sometimes you just got to take that medicine you do have to take that medicine you just have to sometimes take it but i don't have anything with it and that's why i'm just saying like i don't have any problem and i'm not trying to you know bring up any names for any you know any specific reason just to say it's an interesting conversation because one thing that sparked in the conversation as well was the details of some of this stuff where the argument and this was like a spore argument that i agreed on was it was about cost it wasn't about not wanting him it was that Marquez was going in like the top 75 and to have a Colorado pitcher who still has to pitch at home. There is regardless of how good he is. There's still worries. Very few pitchers. The last pitcher I can remember. It didn't matter where he was, was Ubaldo Jimenez. Like guys have these issues. So that's the concern of paying a price for a guy that half the year you got to worry your ass on, even though he's elite, you just want to pay less for him. And that's what I got from the conversation. It's not about Marquez not being good. Cause I don't think anyone wanted him to be bad. It was just, eh, the cost was less efficient can we take a uh, victory lap on
2: alvarado we could
1: do that we well i mean maybe not even that he's so much good that just like we've incepted people's brains that when he gets a save <laughs> they think of desperado that's what i take a victory lap on.
2: <laughs> i don't know he's got that did you see that one
1: gift from uh pitchers list i have the 99 fastball that turned it was a beautiful yeah. thing someone brought up maybe he's the hater of uh, this year, which is that that was Rob Silver. That was Rob Silver. But when we come back, I'm going to set the stage. We were starting to talk about uh, Trey Turner. I'm going to tell you about not redraft, but how to deal with him in Dynasty, and how I'm going to do it is tell you about something that I just did in the league. So when we come back, we'll talk about the trade that I pulled off. We'll get some analyzation from Bogman. We'll talk more about uh, all the rest in baseball. We got some uh, NFL draft stuff. Basketball playoffs. Don't go anywhere. More in this league coming up.